0: You, you tell someone the time you're gonna record they don't show up and that makes you sad. <laughs> come on Jam oh my god dude I've never met someone so always late in my entire life like I, I and if I had and if I ha- if I have, that is like when I was so young and like I would see people come in so late. For like work or something. But like it's like as lame as it's like you're you're a kid. Jam, if you don't want to be here, just don't be here. Have a dad, huh? Huh? He's probably fucking sleeping. Hands down, he's sleeping. Because if he was doing anything else, he would have hit me back up and be like, oh fuck, I can't make it or actually that's not even true. <laughs> he's just always fucking late. Uh oh. I go on Twitter so rarely now. Let's see. Japan has an airport port. Located literally in the ocean, it cost $20 billion to build, but it's sinking. Huh. I know if that's real or not. Uh, who's Claudia Gay? What just happened at Harvard is bigger than me. I don't get it. The campaign against me was... This is why I don't go on Twitter. <laughs> it's just a bunch of stuff that I don't get. The campaign against me was about more than one university... And one leader. This was merely a single skirmish in a broader war to unravel public faith in pillars of American society. What? Oh, like Harvard? Really? (laughs) All right, (laughs) dude. If I get if I go to a doctor, I want them to go to fucking Harvard or Yale or Princeton. I don't want them to go to fucking... Oh, from Duke University. Oh, you want f- from one of those poor schools, huh? It's like, it's it's Duke. It's like one of those... no nah, no nah, nah. Where I need an Ivy League school giving me prescription medication that my primary could have easily given to me. Let's see. This is the heart of the lie pretending... I don't care. I don't care. This woman for the streets... Man, that girl's beautiful. Oh, God, what's coming out of that horse's nose? I got to get off Twitter. Oh, my God. All right, hold on. I'm just... <laughs> the only reason I went on is to see if Jim hit me up on Twitter instead of Instagram. No. All right, he's just not coming. All right, I got to go. Jesus Christ. She's that girl. That um, yeah, so, all right. Well, he's obviously not here. Let me just make sure I'm recording because I don't... I, a couple episodes ago... I didn't record for 18 straight minutes from the begin, and I was livid. Uh, let's see. Yeah, no, all right. I am recording. Thank God. Thank God. Uh, all right. So, yeah. How is everyone doing? We are now post post New Year's. We're so I didn't. Re- I I never realized this as a kid or even a teenager I uh, I almost forgot how slow it is the beginning of the new year. I didn't even know that was a thing. And it just hit me this year. It's like wow, the world really does kind of it like it stops that last week, you know, from like Christmas Eve to New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, like that time frame, you know, from the 24th Of December to the uh, January first of the new year, that time frame, the world really does almost just, you know, just even though it doesn't. Like there's a ton of like people that I mean, all the stores have to fill their fucking shelves for people to buy shit. It's like oh, what are you fucking ninety people buy just shit online? It's like, yeah, no, I get that. To act as if zero people are still buying stuff at the uh, stores. Is you just trying to either sound cool when you sound boring and annoying or, I don't know, you're just retarded. <laughs> um, people still buy stuff at stores. I'm not saying that is going up. That is obviously going down. Even my layman common sense brain can see that. However, they need to stock the fucking shelves. You get what I'm saying? How, with that being said, though, the second, like, January, like, it, it, dude, I'm driving on these roads and I'm like, why are there less people on the roads? And I think maybe it's hitting me more this year than any other year is the fact that just people work from home so much more now and hybrid jobs of working from the office and from home are so much more relevant that after like one week of doing jack shit and doing holiday stuff and staying up late and hanging with friends and families, people don't want to go back to work. So they just choose, "Eh, I'll make today a work from home day. Yeah, fuck it. I'll work from home today. and. It's funny for some. I don't know why, but for some reason, it seems like that's such a weird thing to say. Like, it, saying like what I just said makes. I feel like you get two listeners. You get one person is like, yeah, well, so what? I can do the same fucking job at home. Why the fuck do I have to go? It's like I, I was. I was. I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't saying you couldn't. <laughs> I Wasn't saying that at all. Uh, and, <laughs> um, and what's it called? And then you just get to other people where it's like it's it's pathetic. You know, you should have to work. Go to work. Do your job. It's like they, they are doing their job. They're, they're working from home. Literally, they're showing you kind of how irrelevant their job is. <laughs> they're, they're kind of just showing you like how. Maybe, I don't know, maybe the office doesn't have to pay them for a full week. <laughs> maybe they're not as important as you think. All right. I'm definitely like leaning on one side. No, in all honesty, it's like it, like, yeah, dude, like they're working. They're working from home. First off, working from home, I would – I don't know. I feel like I, if I did that only, I'd lose my mind because then I wouldn't feel like my home is my home. I'd feel like it's an office. Uh, I, I like the I, – I guess I, I like variety, you know? I like buying the variety of 72 Pop-Tarts. <laughs> Have you ever bought that bulk Pop-Tart variety box? That's a say anyone who's ever bought in that, you, as an adult, you know like, all right, it ain't getting any better from here. I can watch all of those waking up at 5 a.m. YouTube videos. I ain't gonna. <laughs> I ain't succeeding. The second you buy that variety box of 72 fucking pastries, was it blueberry straw? Like it's like it's it's always like, it like blueberry, strawberry, and then like cherry, which I I love that they throw cherry in as like oh, we gotta get rid of this shitty. Fl-. I love cherry. I don't understand. First off, almost, I love almost all Pop-Tarts, except. But then I don't know what it is about Pop-Tarts. There are. Like eighty percent amazing ones, and then the most twenty percent dog shit pop tart, like s'mores, the the thing that you use the like the thing that it's inside there, you use to spackle walls. It's crazy. Oh, and what was the oh the the uh, is it the Oreo one, the one that's like, it's like a, a chocolate pastry with the whitest like the most bleach white frosting you've ever seen. There's no way. That cannot be like frosting without bleaching it. It's so crazy. Read, I think it's the cookies and cream one, which is a nightmare to eat. It's a nightmare. It's fucking it's like eating dry glass. It's scary. It's sad. Um, but oh shit, I forgot. Wait, are these headphones Bluetooth that I've been wearing this whole time? I know they're wired, but they are they Bluetooth? 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 Whoa. You know what? This shit just hit me. I, you know what I just realized? The headphones. Wait, are these the fucking. Is this the same aux core that went with these headphones? I don't think it is. This is a different aux cord. What happened to my original. I don't. I, th- I think my original. Where is my original? Where the fuck is that? I had a red cord, didn't I? Oh, sorry, it's my cord. But where did that red cord come from? Whatever. Anyways, um, I just really these headphones I've had since I still lived with my parents. I've had these for a while, dude. I've had these for a while. I do that a lot. There are a lot of things. If I when I, you know, I'm really weird. I'll I'll invest so much time into purchasing certain things. I didn't I didn't buy these by the way. I got these as a fucking Christmas gift. But <laughs> but I only invest so much time into getting something. Or if I get something as a gift that I really like, I will value it so much that the first the first thing I just said if once I make the purchase, and or once I get like a gift received to me that I really like, I just I don't know I don't know what it is I can't I just want to use it until the fucking wheels fall off. And I know that's a I've read I sometimes about things where it's like that is actually a poor person's trait. It's like it kind of falls in the same line as a trait. If you say you go to a restaurant and you buy a meal and instead of like just not eating the whole meal and going hey I'm full and letting the you know the staff do what they do they throw away the you like eat all of it cuz it's like well, I paid for all of it so I gotta, like if I don't eat all of it I wasted my money where it's like somehow it's just like well no you're just you're making yourself worse off doing that uh so I guess I'm the same way when it comes to buying material things but man fuck I know there <laughs> There's got to be like, there's got to be, it can't, there has to be a way where like I can do that while while still being financially smart, right? Right? There has to be. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just pissed off at Gem for not fucking doing here. It's been fucking ten minutes, man. It's not he he he's sleeping. I know him. He's sleeping. And now I'm at the point, and I love the guy, love the guy, love him to death. I, I gotta stop him. I, I'm gonna just have to start doing episodes on my own. Oh, so. Here's something that might happen, and I don't want to do it, however, I th- it might be the right move. I might just start doing an episode once a month, still on Monday, because my laziness does not want me to change the name of the fucking not a million years. I forgot everything I in terms of like making the OBS layers for YouTube and all. I have no idea how to fucking re-edit all that shit, and I don't even know where Duel's been. I think he must be dead, because he helped me like make some of the artwork for the shit, um. With that being said, I, I I can't not can't I? It's just it feels like what am I talking about? You know when I do these, you know am I really? It's obviously not entertaining enough. It's not even that actually. I shouldn't even. Oh, hold on, let me stop that. I'm lazy. I'm lazy as fuck. And I don't know. I just feel like maybe I should start doing them once a month. And the only thing is. That means I go from fi- roughly you know fifty-two episodes for the year to twelve. That's a big, and it's like if I and but bi-weekly doesn't feel. I don't, I I guess I could do a bi-weekly, but then it's like I got to pay attention. It's like, oh, wait, do I record this week or do I not record this week? Wait, did I upload an episode last week or was that two weeks ago? Oh, shit, I was supposed, fuck that. I am not doing bi-weekly, not in a million years. My OCD retard brain cannot handle that at all, at all. So, sorry to give you the State of the Union thing. I know I make fun of all that bullshit, but however, I, I guess this one's like, eh. Yeah, no, it's not actually. I, sorry forget, You know what? Sorry for giving me the State of the Union. I, I hate when pe- fucking people do that. Because then it's like now you, anyone that actually does listen to the show is like, well, well what are you going to do? With it? Like, well, I guess I will, I'll invest now 10% of my time instead of, I don't fucking know. I want to I keep it at once a week. I guess it's just that drive to do it isn't there. Oh fuck! The fuck is that? I think that was thunder. That was crazy. I think that drive the dude isn't there, and there's gotta be a there's gotta be a psychological. What's the what's the reason I don't want to do it? Um, because I actually do like I I'm having fun right now, sitting down and chilling, and talking. Like I'm I'm enjoying this part, and after like around 5 to 7 days I'm like fuck yeah I kind of want to do that again I think it's just the fact that you know what it is I think I know what it is I know what it is it's a it's a combination of a little bit of staleness but it, it bleeds into the fact that I still enjoy doing this and I don't think it's it's died down. like I don't think I enjoy doing this less than I used to however there are things outside of this that I'm starting to do more of, and, and new things that I'm starting to do, and those things I'm starting to like more. So, when doing this, even though I do like it to the same degree, at least I feel I do, uh, there's other things outside of this that I'm starting to like a lot more. It's like, man, I really wish I was doing that right now. However, I will say, I'm, I'm not, ha- huh? I don't know. Maybe I'll do it once a month. Maybe I won't. I don't fucking know. I do not know. I got an idea, actually, though. Let's see. Because this will obviously, anytime I do an episode by myself now, I always do it short. Because you, you guys are out of your mind. I'll easily be lazy. All right, I got an idea. Um, news around the world. I don't really pay attention to the news at all. So, let's see about stuff that has cons- uh, transpired. By the way, if anyone actually does want me to read their emails and shit, just email me at mmanddullard.com. At gmail.com. That's two letter M's as in mom, and then dullard. Everything all together. No spaces, no abbreviations or anything. At gmail.com. All right, let's see. Sorted of by relevance, recent, past. Let's do past week. Ringing in 2024. New Year's Eve photos from around the... That's no, gay. ABC News. Ten insights on today. Iran leader vows harsh response... The first black pilot, Global Wishes. What? Ah, this is all gay. This is lame, man. That's fucking boring ass news. Anything else happened? That's <laughs> funny. I just I opened something on Twitter again because I thought, all right, let me reopen Twitter. Maybe there's news here. Guy puts a condom in his own sandwich, knowing his coworker would steal it. That's hilarious. <laughs> I don't know if that's real now, but that's hilarious. If number three is my son, I'm disowning him. <laughs> people are fucking crazy. Uh, let's see. All right, I'm I'm done with that. Let's uh. Oh, dude, the Knicks made a trade that actually got me in a scuffle, coincidentally on Twitter, because that's the that's the only thing that people still fight on is Twitter. And I thought it was an interesting trade, and I think it helps and hurts the team. It, hel- I, it, it helps the starting five. It definitely helps the starting five because now the the whole court spread out. The fact that they they signed, or I shouldn't say signed, they traded for a player who has a plus plus four, roughly 40, roughly in the mid 40 percentile in his corner threes. Both the left and right side are up and down or whatever you want to call it. And overall, a good... Three-point shooter who is a guy who's big enough who he can D-up most people on the court. So his defense is great. His three-point percentage, at least on the corners, is great. He's a he, he's big enough where he can get into the paint. It's looking First off, it's looking like a, a lot with the Knicks. He spreads the floor out so much where now Brunson, who will do iso ball, Randall, who will do ISO ball, it opens it up so much for them. It is great for their starting five. The trade, because having OG, the Knicks having OG in there instead of uh, RJ Barrett, helps a lot. the The thing that it hurts them is the fact that losing quickly in two fold hurts because one, quickly is going to be better on a team where he's the the main guy now, at least one of the main scorers, where Quickly on the Knicks was always coming off the bench. Two, you lose some depth. First off, R.J. Barrett, almost he never missed the games. He missed a few earlier this season. However, it just he never misses games. He almost always plays. In today's NBA, he always plays. And then two, you don't have a guy like Quickly to come off the bench and score like he did. So it does hurt them there. Overall, though, it's one of those trades where it's, Kind of like a win. Oh, the the other thing is that quickly. Like again, he he has a chance to be like even better than Barrett. He has a chance to be a real <sighs> premier player. I, I mean, I guess he's still young enough where you can say he has a chance to be a star in the league. Not a superstar. He'll never be that. Um, in terms of at least in terms of scoring. However, I always I always saw him as a two guard. I never I never saw him as a as a point guard. I never saw him read in the court when it came to passing the ball as like a, a true point guard where I guess though nowadays like your point guard is like your shooting guard who can pass the ball. I, I don't know. I, never, I, never, I just saw him as a two guard. I never saw him as the guy that really, but I know maybe he'll become that with the Raptors or whatever team finally actually signs him once he gets his big contract because he's going to get a big con- contract. He'll get like a 25 to $35 million a year contract, which sounds like crazy to think about. However, that's just what the NBA contracts are now that's what they that's just what they are for a guy of his caliber. They they're they're crazy. I think there's someone getting paid like 7 million a year. So it's fucking insane. Um so it's one of those trades where it does help both teams. However, the Knicks need to get more depth and I don't I'm actually all right, this is a weird thing as a Knicks fan. I have never been as high on Mitchell Robinson as everyone else. He's always hurt, and lo and behold, he's now gone for the rest of this season. And he has no, no offensive game at all. He has zero offensive game, zero like ze- like literally zilch. He could be in the key with the ball, and unless like there's not too, like, he's got so f- he's got no offensive game, and his free throw percentage is terrible because he has he has nothing. Like he doesn't. You don't care if he's behind. The three-point line, which he wouldn't be. You don't even care if he's away from the paint. Like you don't care if he, his mid-range game is not. He has zero offensive game. He was amazing defensively, in the uh, and uh, he was great on the boards, which is great. Which is great. However, to have someone, I understand like someone's overall, someone being a player overall, is it the main thing? To be such a net, like a zero-burger on the offensive side of things, and then to be a liability when it comes to people like purposely fouling you to send you to the line. Dude, I'm sorry. Like, he's just, he wasn't, I, it wasn't, I don't think you can win that way if he's supposed to be a big portion of your team, your starting lineup. I actually, surprisingly enough, like Hartenstein more. He, he has an offensive game. He has this like little floater and little baby hook shot thing going on. And he actually has a little bit of a mid-range game. He's not going to scare you from behind the arc or from long twos. He has, that doesn't exist. He has some sort of an offensive game. His defense, I don't think, is as bad as people say it is. And he gets boards. So, what the heck. I, I just think this is a better fit. You don't have to be worried. First off, Brunson and Randall don't have to be worried about Mitchell just standing there. Be under the fucking basket, getting out of the way, you can actually do some more pick-and-pop with Hartenstein or pick-and-roll. It's, I, I, They have a solid starting five. They now have to find a way to get depth again. And, oh, so the thing is, with Hartenstein now as their starting guy, with Sims now not injured anymore, even though he was, like, never. And they have now Taj Gibson. I don't, I don't think they have to find a center. I, don't, I really don't think the, the Knicks before the trade deadline have to find a big man. I think they have to find a a, a three point shooter, or, or and or a guard that can come off the bench and be that second in command. Because I like you can hope that Grimes becomes that. However, that's and that's a good thing. You know, the Knicks will now find out. You know, can they do this with like Grimes and Vintenzo and all them? coming off the bench or before the trade deadline, are they going to have to ha- sign someone? I, but I think by the time the, near the trade deadline, like a week or two out from the trade deadline, I don't think the Knicks are going to have to be looking for a center or, or another big. I really don't. I think they're going to have to look for another fucking guard. So this this trade overall, when it happened, it was interesting. And I was looking at OG's efficiency rating, and it's so high. He is overall such a... It's like, oh, salivating. Like, if you look at someone's advanced metrics and their fucking analytics and shit like that, his plus minus, it's like, whoa. Holy cow. And then you think like, wait, hold on. It's just like, is this fool's gold? Look at his overall numbers. It is Because it, it's like, nah. Then when you watch him play, it's like, oh, I see it now. Yeah, this is a great fit. They sadly had to sacrifice depth for it. However... It seems like it's honestly a win-win for both teams. It's a win for the Knicks, especially if they wind up signing someone else before the trade deadline. And it's a win for the Raptors, because what, what were the Raptors going to do? Like, really, like they're not really, they're not going anywhere this year. So now they have R.J. Barrett, who still has a chance for him to grow. However, he's just sadly, he just doesn't have a shot. He's overall a decent player, and then they have quickly who that was the main thing that was the main piece honestly in the trade because if it was a straight up trade R.J. Barrett for O.G. you'd be like what are the Raptors doing are they seeing something that the rest of the world isn't seeing uh, O.G. is such a highly more efficient player than R.J. However, it was Barrett and then quickly where it's like oh okay that's a he could become something he quickly could become a star however you know will quickly even be on the Raptors once like he gets a big contract from someone. Uh, will the Raptors even sign him? So it's, it's uh it was an interesting trade when it happened. However, once I got like over that emotionalness, because I've been watching Barrett and quickly their whole careers, uh, which took around, I'd say only ten fifteen minutes. I was like, you know what, this this had to be done, because Barrett having the ball in his hands, it just wasn't working. It was taking away from the other guys, and I love Barrett. It's just it wasn't there, and then quickly. That's the one that hurt, and it's like you know what? When I, I've been watching them quickly on the Knicks now for years, the coaching staff doesn't see it with him as other teams might see it. So goodbye. <laughs> all right, Divincenzo uh, and fucking Hart and fucking Grimes and all these other guys. Like all right, you guys have more room to grow. Like, are is anyone going to seize the day? Who's going to be that other main guy? Who's going to be uh, the main guy in the second unit? Like let's let's see what you got. So that's where they're at now. Uh, so it's it's a, who the fuck's is that a text message? Is that WhatsApp? What's that? <laughs> What's that? Uh, so yeah, it, I would the overall. It was an interesting trade, and after that initial like round, roughly fifteen minutes, I'm like this this is this is a good trade. This is a good trade. They weren't going to go anywhere with the way the team was before the trade, so. Let's do it. Let's try it. Let's take that risk of losing someone like quickly, who could become, I'd say, upwards to a star in the league, kind of like a Trey Young type player. Like Trey Young, is a star. He's not, or has had star years. He hasn't never had a superstar year, not in a million years. Uh, so yeah, that's it. That's where the New York Knicks are. And let's actually let's look at the standings. Why we are talk standings NBA while we're talking about it. Uh, oh, fuck, oh, oh, my God. You click an arrow, and then now you're in a part of the fucking world that you don't even want. Uh, wow. The Knicks are actually... This is sad, but it also shows you how mashed up it is. They're currently in eighth place in the uh, Eastern Conference, which means they'd be in a playing game. However, the team that's in fifth place, the Indiana Pacers, they're half a game behind. So it's all just... it's all. And then the team that they're a game overall behind, who's in fourth place. It really, the Eastern Conference are top three teams: Celtics, Bucks, Sixers. It's that's how it's been for a couple years now. And then the rest of the field, which goes all the way down to, let's see. Honestly, the Raptors with quickly and uh and uh and Barrett. However, I will say this: after the Knicks, it's a It's a drop-off because, honestly, it's Nets, Hawks, Bulls, and Raptors. Those four teams competing for just to be in the play-in game where the Knicks, Cavs, Magic Pacers, and Heat, one, two, three, four, those five teams are all competing to not be in the play-in game and being like a top-four team in the uh, conference. So that's, uh, and and I think this trade is going to help because two reasons. One, again, it helps their starting five. So they're going to be a better team. And here's the thing: even though the Knicks lose depth, which could hurt them overall in the season, while guys get tired and everything, Tibbs has a or Tibbs. I, really I, I think it's Tibbs. Wait, is it Thibodeau or Thibodeau? No, it's Thibodeau. So it is Tibbs. He. He grinds people. He oh, he's always like he never sits down. He's always he grind like, and that's kind of been a detriment in his whole coaching career. Is that sometimes he grinds these guys down, where then the playoffs start, and eventually these guys get tired and they just can't do it anymore. Um, with that being said, the during the dog days and during the possible lack of death that would makes other teams tired, he's gonna he's gonna have them playing. So I really do think that the Knicks at the end of the season are going to be somewhere in that fourth or fifth seed. If they get the sixth, then whatever. However, you know, it's a a possibility. However, I do think they'll be four or five. I don't think they're going to be playing in a play-in game. I I think because of this trade, their overall regular season record is going to be better by a few games, honestly, than before the trade. Let's see what they are at home. They are, well, conference are 14 and not. Home, actually, let, let me see one thing. Western Conference top 10 seven. huh it's just funny it's like remember how like the east forever was like the doormat of the conferences and now now it's finally come around again people i remember people used to talk about that forever like, they're just going to make it one fucking <laughs> league or whatever let's see two that wait i all right i'm also going to look at this one uh, before looking so last year top 3 teams i'm going from 1 2 and 3 in the east buck Celtics 76ers 2 years ago Heat, Celtics, Bucks, yeah, the Heat, and then the Sixers four, three years ago, Sixers, Nets, that was the, and then Bucks, and then the Celtics were far away, so, so the past let's see one two three years, the Celtics, Bucks, and Sixers have been in the top four. Uh, oh okay, and then let's see Knicks right now this year, da-da-da-da. at home they're ten and four, dude, they're actually a really good home team this year, they're great at home, uh, which is stunning uh and in a way they're 9 and 11 dude they've played 14 home they played 20 row games they they actually have a tough schedule in the beginning of the year and they're 19 and 15 so who knows man who knows uh look at all these look look at all the teams above them 16 home games 19 17 15 17 16 18 next 14. the only team that's closer are the heat what you worry about. You always worry about the fucking heat. Uh, so, yeah, th- this is an overall good trade. This this is overall a good trade. For them. For them. It fits them perfectly. And people do forget that it's not just a couple superstars you need. You know, Phoenix. <laughs> you need to have a good fitting team. And they really do have one. Uh, it's just, you know. Will it last? Will they be able to get some depth because they do lose depth yet again? And then will Randall and Brunson play? Keep playing at this high level? Because all right, here's another thing. Julius Randall stats. Jalen Brunson stats. Here's a here's a big component of this. Julius Randall this year is averaging twenty four point four points, which is you know. Around that big year he had in 2020-2021, and then last year he actually averaged more points. His efficiency rating, though, is actually even a little worse than last year. <laughs> He's just playing really well the past several. years. So, I think Randall can. Yeah, Randall easily can continue this level of play. He's done it now for a few years. And then Jalen Brunson. That's a here's a big one. Doo, 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 doo. Uh, per game, he's averaging the most points he's ever had. Average per game, he's averaging the most assists by by a little compared to last year than he's ever averaged per game. Uh, his efficiency rating is a little lower than it has been. It was a lot higher, like um, a few years ago in Dallas, but it's closer to what it was last year. So his efficiency rating has dropped. And it does seem that way. Sometimes he has, like, really, like, bad games. Um, So I I think Brunson can hold. And, again, the floor is now a little bit more open for him. So, you know what? Yeah, their two big dogs are Brunson and Randall. Those are the two main guys. And, yeah, they can easily continue this level of play. So you got two guys that can not only continue this level of play, possibly get better with this trade, you have the starting lineup that will, you know, I, I don't want to like speak in absolutes, but will be better with this trade, as long as everyone stays healthy, of course. That's the you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this this team has such a chance now to be the four or five. And definitely not play in the playing game. And fucking make a, no, just make a run, man. Make a fucking run in this postseason. Uh, and at, at the end of the day, once the postseason starts, they can get knocked out in the first round. That t- This team also has the chance to do that. They also have the, have the chance to do that. However, you know, screw it. At least as a fan of the team, I can go into it going, hey, they got a chance to make a run, maybe not make a championship run, but at least make a run. And I'm also now interested in seeing what they're going to do before the trade deadline. I was already interested before this trade, but now and now I'm more interested. So that's cool. Yeah, it's a good trade overall. Good trade, and also again overall good for the Raptors. I actually I hope I personally hope that quickly and Barrett become, you know, the best versions of themselves because I like both players. However, it just, it was, it wasn't enough time, maybe not enough time. That's why it makes the trade just a little bit scary. It does feel, though, like enough time has gone by where it's like, nah, you know, it just wasn't going to happen here. So if it happens somewhere else, it happens somewhere else, you know, what what can you do? (laughs) You can't, you can't do anything. Uh, Let's see. Is there anything else to talk about? Oh, you know, I might have to do two. Episodes and like split or one big episode and split it up because uh, I'm going to Disney World for the first time in a couple weeks, and that's gonna be interesting. Uh, I shouldn't say the first time I went when I was two. However, I went when I was fucking two, <laughs> so I'm going for the first time. <laughs> it's safe to say. So that's gonna be really interesting, and I hope I have a really good time there. Uh, my girl who fucking loves Disney is. I don't know how to say other nice things about her. When we when we break up, it is going to be heartbreaking. I will probably have a suicide episode. <laughs> um, she's a she's a fucking angel, and not only that, she made this uh, Google spreadsheet with. Like, every bit of the itinerary, just mar- like, hey, she bolded the rides that were definitely going to go on. And then Ashley was like, should I bold any others? And I was like, I have never been fucking been, so you tell me. And then she, like, unbolded the ones where it's like, hey, listen, I, you know, we definitely want to go on these. However, we don't have to. I'm like, all right, <laughs> bet. Like, let's do it. Like, you again, you tell me, sweetheart. You're the fucking, you're the, I mean, fucking halo around her head. Holy shit. Uh, So yeah, so Disney's going to be cool. I am freaking out about flying. Uh, The skydiving did not help me with my fear of planes. (laughs) I just, I, you know what it is? You know what helped me with my fear of planes? The fucking parachute. That's what helped me. You know what doesn't help? Not having a parachute. I want to, why can't that be a thing? Why can't we do parachutes? Why can we not do parachutes? So (sighs) <sighs> that's something that's coming up, and uh, outside of that, yeah, nothing else. So, guys, you know, Gemini's now dead to me. Everyone's dead to me. is dead to me. Brandon's dead to me. Gemini's dead. Everyone's dead to me. So everyone's dead to me. <laughs> that will be uh, the end of this episode. And if you were listening to earlier in the episode, yeah, I guess I'll, I, I guess maybe I'll see you next week, or I'll start doing these once a month. You'll find out by there being an episode now the first Monday of the month or more weekly episodes. All right, that's it. Later. Bye.